Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. You were paying for everything, right? You were bleeding money. Mm -hmm. What can you do about that? Like, what is it that that you do in that situation? Like mentally you're it sounds like you were bankrupt at that moment right like not uh not well, not financially even though you were bleeding money because that's what you said yeah. that's that's a very yeah. visual interpretation mm-hmm. but emotionally you were also bleeding emotionally like how did you what are some of the tools that you used during that time um well so so yeah so I mean, if we look at the money part, I mean, bleeding money, uh, it's a funny thing because I remember going to see my lawyer and he looked at, at the, the numbers and he told me, he said, you know, he said, on paper, you're bankrupt, you know, on paper. I, mean, I, was, I was not, but on paper, looking at how things were happening, right? So, uh, so I mean, on that front, uh, how do you get out of it? I mean, you have to really, that's why I really sat down and decided to, you need a plan. There's no other way. <laughs> You sat down and, you know, people talk about budget and things like that, but that's where the, probably the first time I really did a very tight budget and daily budget, knowing exactly what comes in and out every day. And uh, that helped too. Like I told you about before the, the daily, you know, take it day by day, but that was a good thing too, because uh, before you can do a budget per month and, but now day by day, you know exactly where you go and, and you can react to it. So that, that really helped me uh, on that side to get back on my feet. Uh, obviously help. I mean, uh, you try, you know, you try to work a bit more and you see what you can do and you have savings that basically you have to start, uh, kind of, uh, using and things like that. So, so there's different ways. I was lucky enough also, you know, your parents as well. Sometimes I always go to your parents and uh, even when you're you know, as old as I am, uh, so everybody's willing to help on that front. So, so that really helped, um, on that side. Uh, but that, uh, you know, we talk about emotionally, obviously that also affects, I mean, money affects pretty much everything else too. So part of you emotionally like bleeding as well, uh, because you don't know how you can get out of that. And again, it's hard to focus on the, even if I was saying like, you look day by day, it was hard to focus on that. But, uh, I think what helped me is that is, is, is to know where I was going. And, um, I, I mean, when, once I, once you put things on paper and you know where you're going, I mean, a lot of times like your head, the stress and everything else is because of the unknown as well. So you make up a bunch of stories, right? So, oh my God, I have to pay that much money. I have to do this. Uh, uh, next month will be this and that, and I can't do it. So all that fear and that stress comes from that. Uh, and what I realized is if I was sitting down and kind of doing more kind of a daily uh, well, budget or assessment, or even again, thinking about my day, it gets rid of that fear a little bit because you, you start looking at, okay, today I'm good, tomorrow I'm good, three days. Okay, so maybe in five days I have to think about something. So there's less unknown. And by having less unknown, I felt uh, a bit uh, less uh, emotionally drained and stressed and anxious too. So that's really one thing that kind of helped me uh, to kind of get back out a little bit. And once you start feeling a bit stressed and a bit less stressed and anxious and you start thinking now a bit again about solutions like that we do so well, but at that point you're ready to start, start thinking, okay, what can I do? You know, what can I change? And, uh, 
that's where you look at and you start seeing a little bit by little bit every day the light at the end of the tunnel all right so since we're talking about light at the end of the tunnel yeah <laughs> let's talk about dating so they are dating <laughs> have you started dating how long did it take before you started dating and what was that process like is it as awkward as everybody says it is or well, you what, know, what was it like for you it's it's funny because uh yeah that's always a question that comes up and i'll be honest like this like i told you, the process took probably about four years and the last and people that's the first reaction to the the first question often that yeah but the last thing that was on my mind through all this was dating so during this whole time really uh yeah i i mean there was really zero interest in doing anything on that front um but obviously uh and that's the thing too is you know you have to focus on yourself and i think i was talking with other people to that started dating quite early after that they got divorced separated uh and uh, didn't work out often uh because i think i mean you have to ready be ready you know you have to basically uh be ready uh, yourself first before really kind of adding people in the equations and stuff like that so uh so for me dating wasn't really uh, really a priority uh so after a while you start yeah once everything is settled and you kind of get into uh into uh I guess a more normal life so you start thinking about dating as well and and having someone in your life and having someone there so uh, yeah on my side i mean that's what happened uh, i mean there's someone there's someone out there i've been talking a lot and uh you know uh, uh but uh it's dating i have to say is a tough uh, after all those years especially when <laughs> you know i'll be 49 so uh, after being married 20 years and things like that, it's like, how do I date? What do I do? You know? And yeah, I'm still kind of, uh, uh, kind of thinking about like where that will bring me and, uh, who I can meet and things like that. So, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely someone special now. <laughs> so, so that's a good thing. And, uh, definitely help. Uh, and, uh, yeah, someone that's helping going through, uh, going through that and uh, all the things that went through that as well. Uh, but again, you try to separate both, right? And try to still have some, some good time without having uh, to put, uh, you know, all the burden on them. And so. so we're starting to get close to the end of this conversation. And I want to mm-hmm. ask so many questions. I think I, I could do a 24-hour <laughs> show with just you. Um, if you had to do it all over again, would mm-hmm. you? And... I'm going to do something different than what I normally do. Okay. Do not consider the kids because the kids are yeah. a definite yes, right? You'll always do it over oh, yeah. again with the kids. Yeah. But yeah. if you did, if you had no kids, right, mm-hmm. would you do it all over again? Yeah, I would for sure. I mean, there's no hesitation. I mean, uh, like, like I was saying before, now it's kind of my best, that it's really my best years, I guess. Yeah, I, did, I had big good years, definitely married and everything else. It wasn't bad the whole time for sure. But uh, I think I, I would for sure different do it again, even with all the pain and everything. And it was a learning experience. Uh, it brought me where I am now. Uh, and I think a bit different, maybe a bit better person as well. And uh, yeah, ready to go through uh, the rest of the, the years left. But uh, I have no regret. I mean, even taking the, the kids out, out of the equation, definitely. But what's been happening, uh, the divorce, the separation, uh, I think it was to happen 
and they made me realize a lot of things, made me grow in a lot of different ways. And uh, yeah, I would, I would for sure go through it again. If they gave you a magic pill and you would mm-hmm. he- heal faster, right? You would recover yeah. from the divorce faster. Would you take it? Uh, I don't think I would because, um, especially knowing what I, I mean, it, it, again, it, it makes you who you are. And that's what I realize now. I mean, uh, you know, I was talking about getting to a low, uh, I mean, if you don't go through that low, you never learn how it is. And you, I think I would have not, never learned what really is important and what really counts. And, and, uh, so every step through it, I think brought me something, uh, personally, so, uh, no, I wouldn't go through it faster because I, I think, uh, I think I learned at every step of the way all over those years and, uh, yeah, it brought me where I'm now. So, and I'm happy where I'm now. So I don't think I would change it. I, I don't think I would take the pill. <laughs> <laughs> Is divorce an opportunity? Um, uh, that's a great question. Is divorce an opportunity? Um, I think so. I mean, I think, uh, I think again, divorce is an opportunity to, uh, to, I guess it's your second chance. I think, I mean, it's an opportunity to, you know, you always say when you, when you're married and even that, you know, oh, I would do this or that would be better. And I would, but now, you know, once you get divorced, you're by yourself, you have your chance to prove yourself right or wrong. <laughs> so it's an opportunity for that an opportunity for you to, to kind of, uh, start over in a way. So, yeah. Who wins and who loses inside of revenge? Oh, uh, nobody, nobody. And that's why I always say, right. It's, I mean, nobody's, nobody wins. I mean, uh, revenge, well, divorce, revenge at the end. I, I don't think there's a winner. Uh, I think, uh, and it's not, I don't even think it's a question of winning or not. I think it's, it's really a question of, uh, of, uh, trying to be happy and, and as much as you can. And, uh, yeah, that's how I see it. I, I don't see it as, you know, I won or I, I lost or the other side. All right. I'm going to do a speed round. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to say a word and then you're going to, yeah. you're going to tell me whatever comes to mind first. All right. Okay. Whatever, uh, whatever okay. comes to mind first, it doesn't matter what it is. So I can say koala bear and you can be like uh pierced nipples, whatever. I don't care. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. You, it can be crazy. It can be silly. It can be, <laughs> whatever comes to your mind. All okay. right. You ready? Bla- blame. Wife. Love. Uh, love. Uh, heart. Hate. None. Indifference. Um, indifference. Uh, caring. Generosity. Always. Patience. Uh, patience. A lot. Trust. Trust. Important. Friendship. Love. Podcasting. Fun. <laughs> and on that note, that has been Stefan Jutras. Thank you so much Thank for you. being a yes and for joining us in this conversation. Oh. And for also being a leader in this conversation as a man exposing 
our truth, you know, one conversation at a time. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was really a, a pleasure. And again, it went so fast. <laughs> yes, it does. As I it always good does. <laughs> <laughs> so where can, where can my audience find you? Um, what can you say? Well, if, if you had to say something, you know, what would you say right now? Uh, well, the, I mean, I, I think the best part, and again, I applaud also, and I said it uh, to you before too, I mean, what you're doing too. And I'm glad that, you know, we kind of, uh, come up with those kind of podcasts. Um, so my podcast, yeah, the divorce dad diaries, I try to, uh, to put everything in one place. Now, if you go on the divorce dad diaries, uh, com, you'll find pretty much everything there is Facebook, uh, Instagram, or I have all my episodes on there. So you can follow there. And uh, your uh, your interview should come up in the next episode, uh, so that will be something I'm sure. Uh, it's a, it was a great interview, like I, we talked about it before. So hope I I'm sure your listeners will run to listen to it. It's a great if there's one episode to listen to, it will be that one for sure. So so I invite them there. So that is Stefan Jutras, and I will leave you with be courageous, be vulnerable, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.